god. <laughs> Hi everyone. Oh my goodness. It it has certainly been a while <laughs> since I've last uploaded a podcast episode and for that I do in fact deeply apologize <laughs> for that. Um cuz I remember how ironically I was saying in my last podcast episode that oh my goodness i'm going to be posting a lot more i have more time and well um life got in the way <laughs> i posted that back in i believe july <laughs> and we are in november so um good job sara good job uh, you know what i think with a lot of projects it's very common for people to be super passionate right at the beginning um and really put your all into it and be like I'm 1000% committed to this and I will stay committed to this and then eventually like you maybe lose memento 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 wait can someone please tell me how to say it? is it momentum sorry it's momentum see I was always really bad at physics <laughs> you lose momentum in you know whether it be creativity or posting or coming up with ideas to for whatever creative project you're going with and you just maybe lose interest for a while which i'm saying okay i never really lost interest um when it came to podcasts because i still listen to them very regularly i just felt like my podcast episodes were just not that fun <laughs> but um i don't know some one of my good friends um that i made here at my university told me she found my podcast and she said she really enjoyed it so dima this is for you <laughs> i don't know if you're listening to this um but okay no all, all things aside um i did just feel like coming on today and just chatting with you all again because it's really been a while and i'm just feeling a little more inspired um and i thought i would give you um another life update oh my god i'm so original but i want to talk about my first year experience so far as a university student doing online university in the middle of a pandemic so we're going to get into that but first um i just wanted to say a quick thank you <laughs> just for for the people in my life who really supported me i just feel like putting it out into the universe i'm not even sure if they'll listen to this but i'm very grateful for a lot of things at the moment because these last couple months have been so rough and and i know everyone must be really going through it mentally with everything that's going on inside like in the world like with this the us elections i'm i know that's causing a lot of anxiety for people and just you know the fact that it's winter and you're not able to really live like your normal life and people are missing out on these great experiences in life like m- myself included I'm, I feel like I'm you know missing out on so many things that I would have been able to experience had this pandemic not occurred but I just want to take a moment to really say thank you and just express my gratitude and appreciation for all the good things in my life and just you know put a little sparkle of positivity and maybe encourage you guys to I know easier said than done like to reflect on some of the positive aspects in your life and take a moment and breathe and just maybe think about what it is that makes you feel fortunate or makes you feel happy and really like channel your energy into into that and um yeah I'm just 
hoping everyone's doing well, keeping safe, and yeah, okay, let's get on to this episode. <laughs> okay, so where to begin? Um, as I've mentioned in, I think, previous episodes, um, I mentioned that I, I was moving away for university. Um, I am now in Canada, in the wonderful province of Quebec, and I'm doing my studies here. Um, I'm at McGill, if anyone cares, and you probably don't, because what the hell, no one, ma- like, no, no one cares, no one asked, no one asked for me to talk about this, but I'm still going to talk about this. <laughs> so, um, I moved here almost three months ago. I left um, my parents, I didn't leave them, okay, <laughs> I moved away from my parents um, who are in Portugal moved away three months ago and I came to Montreal. Uh, It was around mid-August so um, I quarantined at my residence so um, as a first year I was guaranteed, thank goodness, a spot in residence Um, and I'm staying at one of the um, hotel style dorms. Um, I hate to call it that. I think it's more of a modern modernized residence um for first year students um in the sense where it's basically i'm living in a converted hotel (laughs) um so this uh building was and like three other buildings were bought by mcgill i think several years back um and were converted into residences not really sure why maybe it was you know because they weren't able to accommodate so many students at a time before that so they went ahead and bought these but essentially um, I'm living in a hotel dorm, so <laughs> hotel dorm, what am I saying? Um, it is. It does feel like a hotel room because it's a very tall building. I'm up all the way up onto the 15th floor, lovely. Um, my window barely opens, which is fantastic. <laughs> and um, I have a very, very nice, well-maintained room, and I'm, I feel so fortunate that I was able to move into this room because originally I was allocated um, a room at one of their traditional style dorms but because they weren't going to let me quarantine there and I really didn't have any other options they offered to switch me so I was like okay what the heck I'll just switch to this one and so now I'm here. (laughs) Um, I'm not putting the name of it for privacy reasons just because I don't want a stalker to come and kill me (laughs) i'm just kidding i don't think a a stalker would actually listen to this because this is so goddamn boring but i'm gonna talk about it anyway so (laughs) um i quarantined here and because of the canadian you know rules and regulations upon entering the country you have to complete the mandatory two-week quarantine um and so i yeah i arrived on Uh, mid-August and then I was able to get out. Okay, you know what? When I was in quarantine, my parents were, whenever I would would describe quarantine to them, they'd be like, oh my god, it sounds like you're in a jail cell. Like, you can't wait to get out. Like, two weeks until you're out. And I'm like, it kind of is like jail, but like, don't look at it like that. (laughs) This is like something that is mandatory. And I feel like I was happy to do it too, because you know, for the safety of not just myself, but for others, um, it was just, it's a very good idea, like, quarantine, guys, like, if ever you think you're exposed to the virus, um, get tested, please get tested, or, you know, quarantine, (laughs) um, whichever one is easier for you, (laughs) 
um but also like my quarantine situation was a bit like iffy at times just in terms of like food delivery because <laughs> um you know I had to I had to order my food have it delivered and then I ordered groceries and it kind of you know the expenses amounted quite a bit um <laughs> so yeah uh I quarantined <laughs> that was my story it, wow it just thinking back it feels like ages ago but really it was you know like two three months ago <laughs> Um, so then I got out of quarantine, and then, um, I made a bunch of friends, and, like, I got to meet some people that I had been, already been chatting with, like, over social media, and I was like, oh my gosh, I'm in Montreal, and then we were like, yeah, let's meet up, ah. <laughs> um, which is really nice, because I got to meet some good people before school started, and before the whole frosh thing happened, well, by the way, frosh was, was a disaster, for those of you who don't really know what frosh is, it's this huge North American thing which I hadn't really known much about until I came here. And it supposedly it's supposed to be this week-long party jam-packed full of activity week where you get to like socialize and meet so many people and like essentially make your best friends, but um because we couldn't do that in person, we had to do it over zoom or specifically microsoft teams um not that much better anyway um which is really disappointing because i was really looking forward to you know meeting people in person and like because you can't really form like solid bonds of friendship over a screen i feel like and when you like in these very like constructed um you know platforms it's just harder to really engage with other people and that's been the biggest issue uh, I feel like I've had like on a personal level with just you know like meeting people because first year of university is supposed to be this great year or great year I put it in quotation marks great year <laughs> um where it's just full of new experiences and I feel like my cohort we were, we were just robbed of it which really sucks like I'm, I, I wish that we could have had, um, you know, uh, a proper first year, but, you know, like, it really wasn't going to be possible, and yeah, I'm, like, complaining, like, oh my god, I wish I had a normal frosh, but for, like, honestly, in, in the grand scheme of things, like, the fact that I didn't get a frosh does not matter when people are out there dying <laughs> because of this virus, so please take it seriously. Um, it's gonna, I feel like this is a, a recurring theme, COVID, 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 <laughs> of course it is, okay, okay, side note, can you guys believe it is already freaking November of 2020, like, what the hell, um, <laughs> I feel like just yesterday, it was March 2020, and we were just entering quarantine, now it's freaking November, like, wh where did the year go, and I don't know if 2021 will be that much better, <laughs> because, People who think that 2020 um, means that the, like, 2020 ending means that the virus is going to disappear, you guys are wrong, okay? The virus will only be gone until the vaccine has been developed, and we, or we've had, like, a, like a proper cure for the virus, so um, please stay inside and stay safe and wear your masks, um, yes, thank you. <laughs> okay, going back to my story. Um, so, after the whole virtual frosh thing, uh, classes started, and okay let me tell you my first week of classes was so horrendous almost because um i'd had a set of classes that i thought i was very committed to and that i was going to stay in for the whole year and i didn't even consider the fact that i might have to switch any of my classes so 
what I hadn't realized is that I was registered for 17 credits and the regular um, course load uh, here at McGill is supposed to be 12 to 15 credits and I was taking 17 and I was like dying on the first day I was like what how do I have so many classes why do I have so much stuff to do like I just got here what it was crazy uh, and I was like okay I guess this is normal and then on like day three um I was really going through it <laughs> and then I spoke to my um, academic advisor and she was like Sarah you're taking 17 credits and all at like like f like properly graded why are you doing this I'm like I don't know I thought this was the right thing to do because like I hadn't really talked to anyone before this I mean I, I think I spoke to someone like way back in like May but you know things had changed and you know I I changed my mind and then it wasn't the same thing so um I was taking 17 credits and I was like why is this so hard <laughs> that's what she said and <laughs> Um, and she was saying that you need to cut down on some of this, like, course load, like, maybe switch, you know, um, switch math classes, or, or not switch math classes, what am I saying? Like, um, maybe reduce one of my four credit classes to a three credit one, at boring technical details, whatever. But, um, for that, for the rest of, like, that week and, like, that following week, I was jumping from class to class, I was like, I don't know what I'm doing, I'm like... It, yeah, everyone was saying, like, oh, this is shopping week, and, like, you get to, you know, look around at the different classes, and I'm like, but I felt this immense pressure of having to stay on top of everything right at the beginning, and I was, like, convinced that I was going to, and that that was going to, you know, like, keep me in line, and the fact that I had that instability of not knowing what class I was going to, like, what set of classes I'll be taking that semester, like, stressed me out. Because there was one day I was like, okay, I'm going to be taking this computer science class. And then next day I'm like, oh, dropped it. Now I'm in religious studies. Oh, dropped it. Now I'm going to take linguistics. Oh, dropped it. Now I'm in freaking whatever. It was so stressful because I was like, oh my god. I was having a mental breakdown. And I was going really in a dark place at that moment. I was like, what is going on? Um, eventually I settled on a set of classes and then I put one of them as like an elective because I was like okay this is still my first year I don't have to do I don't have to fulfill all the requirements right away because I already was exempted from oh whoops sorry about that my phone stopped recording <laughs> okay I ended up speaking for like 10 minutes after that and my phone got none of it anyway as I was saying, um, I was I received uh, quite a few like uh, credits already because I did the IB program. Thank goodness, um, and so yeah, that gave me a bit more flexibility to do, like take on an elective or two, and then you know be a little more relaxed <laughs> in terms of like my course load just for this year. And I, I was I it was good for me to just like ease into it. Um, so yeah, that happened. Um, and then I had my oh okay, I had my first quiz let me tell you about the story of my first quiz so I took this psychology course or I'm taking this psychology course um as part of my freshman requirements I have to fulfill and um the first quiz was on based on the first four lectures and so I had studied for this quiz but I don't think I studied correctly <laughs> let me explain so this quiz was supposed to be application based where it didn't involve like rotate memorization you needed to apply what you learned to the question um and it was like a series of like short answer and like fill in the blanks and you know 
Um, and so the platform was designed so that you can't go back to the question once you've answered it. You need to be like a thousand percent sure, or not a thousand percent. You have to be like quite certain with your answer before you go on to the next one. And so um, I did the quiz and I felt so horrible about it because it was so bad. I was upset because it, I feel like it, I did not do my best and I was like rushing because there's a timer and, and like once the timer finished, like you can go back and then I was like stressed because I was like, I, I'd stupidly done like a calculation which stressed me out where I thought I would need 14 minutes per question because it was <clears throat> a three hour, 30 minute um, ex- like quiz. Like it was open for that amount of time. And um, once you start the quiz, like the timer stops, you can't like, like stop and go back. Uh, so, um, and it was like comprised of 14 questions. And I did like this calculation. I was like, okay, I only have like something like 14, 15 minutes to do each um, question. And I was like, okay, once those 14 minutes are up, I have to go down to the next one. But then I didn't realize that like, of course, fill in the blanks. We're not going to take that much time compared to like this mini short essay that you have to write. I, I was just so unprepared and so frazzled and I was like, oh my God. And I, I just like froze and ugh, it was so annoying. And then I ended up finishing way earlier. And I was like, man, I could have used that time to like go over some of my other answers. And it was it was really annoying and I felt so bad about it. And I got such a bad grade, ugh. <laughs> Um, cause I knew I could have done so much better, but fortunately the way the course was set up is that, or, um, your quiz and grades, uh, your weakest, um, grade will be dropped from your total grade. <laughs> and so, um, I'm hoping to like work hard on the, on the next few quizzes, quizzes so that my, this lowest grade will be dropped. And, um, yeah, it was very annoying. <laughs> Something else that was very um, interesting upon coming into my first year here at university was um, the fact that it's so much harder to make friends. <laughs> um, I feel like even in a non-COVID world, it's pretty hard to like really make solid friendships because right at the beginning, um, normally I'm guessing you would be meeting tons and tons of people and like um especially living in student residences you're every person you meet you're like you strike up a conversation people are very friendly and open and really want to like meet people but I feel like with COVID it you know people were a little like there was this mutual um understanding that like isolation really sucks um but at the same time it was weird because a lot of the times people just weren't that open into um, really getting to know other people and it seemed like they were very, they're much more interested in just meeting tons of people and having more superficial relationships which I found a little bit disappointing and maybe it's just like particularly in my residence. (laughs) I'm not trying to shade anyone or anything or you know, any residents, because, like, every, like, there's no, you can't generalize the the type of people that you're surrounded by, because just from, like, the, the loudest of the crowd, like, there's, I'm sure there's tons more people that are, you know, here, it's just, it's so much harder to, like, meet people, <laughs> um, especially because, you know, student-run organizations and clubs are very on the down low at the moment, and, 
um, it's very hard to meet people that way because you're not meeting them in person and I feel like for me personally like 75% of actually like forming a proper bond with someone plays into the fact that I can like interact with them and like read body language and like you know have a good conversation a lot of that goes into like having good body language and like seeing them in real life and not through a screen and I think it it is possible to make um some friends online <clears throat> excuse me and like over zoom um provided that maybe they have like their video on and like you're actually that person wants to get to know you or for example but um because people just seem so much more like closed off like at this point in the year because like as opposed to right now uh, sorry <laughs> as opposed to right at the beginning um like right now everyone's very focused on you know their studies and everything they I don't know people just kind of like draw back into like the people that they're most comfortable with and it can be kind of annoying for people who perhaps are like coming in late to the year or you know are still looking to meet people because you know maybe they didn't really have like a full opportunity to like meet everyone right at the beginning so I really feel for people who are just coming in now <clears throat> or you know because it's not easy it's not easy um like starting once everyone else has sort of gone into their circles because I I've noticed it's it's pretty cliquey <laughs> um and people are just not as willing to like be open and like talk in the elevator anymore <laughs> which I think is kind of sad but um this is just drawing on my own experience um but I I also think it, it just says a lot about like you know maybe quarantine made it a lot of a lot more pe- like people more introverted and just like low-key forgot how to socialize with people but at the same time isn't that like what you want and like don't do you not want to socialize with people I don't know um but that was just a thought that I had um oh my god I feel like I have something lodged in my throat oh my goodness this is gross (laughs) anyway but um I'm glad that I uh, um on like on my end I feel like I I did find um a good group good um group of people or like several individuals that I know I can always like reach out to and like hang out with and um I'd say we're like like I have friends here and um like I like my friends (laughs) Um, but there are people who are not so nice and make snap judgments about you um, based on very little information about you. Um, there was there was like a, a situation with like someone that um, who I thought was gonna be a friend, but then it turns out like you know personalities weren't exactly compatible, and um, you know when someone just doesn't really resonate the kind of energy you want um that can you know it it, it's it's something I like to stay away from like you know a a sort of like toxic energy you you I you know it's it's not okay if you're in a situation where you feel like you've met someone and um you sort of feel like attached to them for some reason or the other um and then they start to have like some kind of toxic energy to them you owe them no obligation whatsoever. This is a piece of advice. Um, if someone is treating you like toxic or is just not being nice or like 
being like reciprocates the the sort of feelings or not feelings reciprocating the kindness and respect um you hold you have no obligation towards them and um it can really suck because sometimes i do find myself wanting to be a people pleaser <laughs> um and sometimes it it can, it can do more harm than good like on a personal level it can really like annoy me or affect affect me like mentally <laughs> um and something i i've learned here is just like if i don't want to hang out with you or i don't want to be involved with you i don't have to be <laughs> and i i feel like that's that's all right that's like that's pretty extreme to say already in like the first you know few months of university but it can be pretty easy to tell someone's true colors um just in like how they act or like how they talk about themselves or how they how they interact with others um you know bitches will be fake and that's just a part of life <laughs> yep and that's it. i'm just putting it pretty bluntly and um yeah you really don't owe anyone any explanation um yeah i had to i feel like i like i already knew this and i feel like it was just i hadn't really you know encountered a lot of negative people in the last couple years um in my high school because i feel like I surrounded myself with a pretty like good group of people and just having to deal with that again um pretty early on here <laughs> felt ridiculous to me <laughs> um so yeah that that was I think the one very vague I, I'm not even like giving you all the full details <laughs> um a very na- uh, bleh, vague <laughs> instance in which um I encountered like someone who wasn't very nice um but that's okay because I I do not need to interact with that person ever again. Like nothing is going to make me um want to see them again. So I hold no obligation to them and nor them I. I don't think that's correct English what I just said. Um that's fine. <laughs> um but yeah, I what it's what's very interesting here is also that um the fact that you I know that this isn't going to be everyone um who goes to McGill like th- this this is not everyone because for the most part um the people that are here are very much from North America or you know have some kind of like North American background or like Canadian or something because uh a lot of the, a lot of the international students unfortunately just couldn't come and um I was pretty look I was looking forward <laughs> to being like in that international setting again because that was one of the highlights i think of um Miguel <laughs> just being very international and like sort of like not being able to like meet everyone right off the bat is a little was a little like sad cuz like um the impression i'm getting of this of of like my university is not what i was expecting and i know that that's not what i was expecting because in previous years i know it would have been i know it would have been different if this if this was not the case i feel like i'm not making any sense right now oh my gosh okay well what i'm trying to say is that um it feels like the environment i'm in is like is very americanized and i just was not used to that or like it took me off guard pretty quickly and you know i guess it's okay it was it's it's very interesting to to observe people like this or 
Americans, <laughs> North Americans. Um, it's, it's just, a, they're, it's very interesting. I don't know. Um, I think, okay, I'm rambling. <laughs> um, what else could I update you guys on? Um, I feel like I'm liking my classes. Um, you know what? I, I remember I saw a meme um, <laughs> of like the different types of like online courses. So like there's the one course that's extremely hard for no, like in, like online, it's so much harder. And then there's some classes that are so much easier. Then there's the one class who like where the prof really doesn't give a shit and is just rambling and doesn't care about ha- if they have tef- technical difficulties. And then there's the of course the class where the prof does everything to make sure you're like everyone's doing okay and like really accommodating and like makes their lectures like engaging and also like you know is op- it, like uh, wants feedback from the students. And then there's like that one course where just like you don't know what's going on and like nothing's happening. <laughs> I feel like I can relate to most of these, <laughs> um, which is really funny because like for one of my courses, I feel like it's a lot easier just because may- maybe they're too lazy to update their own like format. So they're just making it a little easier, which I think is very nice. I'm uh, like, it's nice that they're doing that. But at the same time, there's also like that one course, which is like, oh my God, what are you saying? Like you, what? okay, whatever, (laughs) um, so yeah, I feel like online school is just a whole other experience, and I, I feel like, in, I would have never expected this to ever happen, like, never in a million years would I have thought that my first year would be online, or, like, that I would ever be doing online school, like, that just baffles me, the fact that, like, and no one would have seen this uh coming was that not oh my god no one would have seen this like why can't i speak ah. um okay let's just say no one could have foreseen this to happen yes that's what i wanted to say I'm so sorry about that <laughs> it's it's just so crazy the fact that we're doing school online like it it almost doesn't even feel real because I'm really just working from my laptop all the time, and I'm, I I, I hadn't, okay, I was talking to a friend um, earlier, uh, we had dinner together, and then she said something that was very interesting, she said that part of the university experience is going to the lectures, and like, sitting in the lecture hall, and like, sitting next to a stranger, and like, the, the idea of doing that is so odd now, even though that's what was normal because sitting at my laptop now feels normal to me all the time like sitting like being on zoom all the time was normal and the the idea of sitting in a lecture hall in an auditorium or going to an in-person class just feels so foreign even though that's what I did my entire life I think maybe it's because this is my first university um like first impression of university um, the fact that I'm not sitting in an auditorium and going to a lecture and running around campus, <laughs> like, it, it just, you know, it, that idea sounds so foreign to me, and it feels like first year is supposed to be the introduction to everything, and it's weird because we still, like, I personally still don't feel, like, integrated into the, you know, uni- university's, like, community, it's weird, I and I can't be the only one that feels this way. Like, they're, I feel lucky, like, fortunate enough to actually be in Montreal and have, like, some 
taste of what it's like to be like what it what it's like to be here like at this university whereas there are some people who are living abroad like in Europe or in parts of Asia, Africa, a- anywhere or other parts of North America they're they're completely I feel like mostly like isolated from even being in the McGill hub almost because it like it's so hard to feel integrated <laughs> if you're not here and even when you're here you still don't feel integrated so I feel like that's something that's a bit of a downer unfortunately um just about this first year experience I was it's crazy I was I've been dreaming about going to university for so long and now that it like this is what's happening it it makes you know it, it can be a little like upsetting but um, like, I feel like I didn't really let it get to me too much because I, I knew this was, like, it just is what it is. And I guess there is some kind of, like, uniqueness and almost feeling kind of special <laughs> that, like, w- like we're capable of getting through this. But there are a few downsides to having your first year of university just be completely online and feeling really isolated. But at the same time, I am fortunate um, that I got to, like, at least move into res and... Um, like I, I've now seen some bits of the campus where I'm sure whereas I'm sure like there are um, a number of people who have never even set foot on campus and I used to be one of those people and now I've actually been on campus um, but only for to go to the, the, the library or, or something but um, yeah that was very interesting um, th- so that's just something that I wanted to share just about like student life and um, yeah (laughs) um living in residence um oh um we have a great cafeteria which I think is great um I also find myself like not spending any money which I really like I like that I'm not spending any money it's really just all going towards like food and just sustaining myself so I'm saving a lot of money by you know not going out every night not that I ever would like that's I don't think I would ever go out every night. Like, I'm I'm not going out to get meals with friends, unfortunately. Um, that is something that I do miss, but also I'm kind of glad that I'm not spending so much money. I'm, like, the most stingy person out there. So, um, yeah, <laughs> I'm pretty happy that I'm not spending so much money. Because, um, yeah. So, yeah, the calf has some pretty good food. I mean, um, the cafeteria that I have that, um, in my residence building, um, there's a... There's like a a burger grill um every day and it's it, they have pretty good burgers um they have like a choice of like um a bean burger or a regular hamburger or a cheeseburger or a chicken burger um they're pretty good I mean can't complain and there's always fries which is good but I feel like if you had that every single day you would feel like ugh about you know imagine having a hamburger every single day that just wouldn't be fun so they they do switch up the meal every day there's there's like a um, a site that you can go to that that tells you what's going to be on the menu sometimes it lies because there was this one time when it said there were going to be um pancakes and then there ended up not being any pancakes for breakfast and I was really excited for the pancakes and then it was just like oh do you want do you want a breakfast sandwich I was like no I wanted pancakes (laughs) um but yeah, but they, okay, like, after that incident, they realized kids actually did want pancakes, so they made pancakes one night. It was pretty good. <laughs> um, uh, one of my favorite meals that they've made at the calf was this amazing, okay, 
there was this one time where they had fried chicken and waffles. Okay, that might sound like the weirdest combination ever, but hear me out. It works. <laughs> fried chicken and waffles. Okay, so like they were having this competition between the two chefs or like a couple of chefs in the residence. I don't know. I didn't fully understand. I didn't follow, but um, they were having this competition between these two chefs, like which one was better. One of them was like a classic fried chicken with like this yummy mayonnaise sauce and the other was like korean fried chicken with and they both had waffles it was so amazing like both of them were impeccable like fried chicken and waffles it just makes sense like i don't understand why or how it makes sense but it just does okay trust me on this that was probably my favorite meal <laughs> that they've ever made um here at my residence it was really good it was fabulous um i was very content <laughs> um and also they they sell they also have like sushi like refrigerated sushi um wait that sounded gross refrigerated sushi well like they sell sushi and i'm sure it's like outsourced there's no way that they could make that each time and they and they also sell like um salads like in in the in the fridge um so you can always just pick that up in case you're not feeling what's on the chef's table. <laughs> um, and I thought that was pretty cool. So, I mean, the ca I feel like I'm happy with the cafeteria food. Like, it's pretty good. Um, it could be a lot worse. There are times when it's, like, really gross and, like, what the fuck am I eating? <laughs> um, but I enjoy it. I, I like the food. It's pretty good. Um, some of the, the, the chefs or, like, the, the, the cafeteria ladies can be kind of mean. Um, especially when there's lots of people, they just get annoyed by the rush and like they feel like they're they're you know sometimes um, they don't like that there's so many people. I don't understand why, but like like what, what would you expect? This is a student residence. Of course, there's gonna be so many people, <laughs> especially at dinner. Dinner is a, a there's a lot of traffic in dinner around like six six o'clock. That's when the real peak traffic time is. <laughs> um, so I always like to go either towards the end or right at the beginning. I hate standing in line. It's the worst because I like I sometimes there are just those days where you just want to get your food and go and you do not want to be around people. <laughs> you know what? I think maybe the, the reason why I say this is because I'm actually I'm very introverted. <laughs> I hadn't really realized until um, I spoke to my therapist. <laughs> um, so I, I spoke to my therapist. Well, she's not really like a therapist therapist. She's someone that I um, speak to sometimes. Um, she's a local wellness advisor. Um, and she was telling me that, um, like, I was just, one day I was just explaining all my problems. I was like, oh my goodness, I'm like, I'm having trouble with this and this. And she's like, Sara, the reason why you're feeling like this is because you're a practiced extrovert, but really you're an introvert. And then she started listing um, the reasons why she thinks this. And I'm like, wow, that really is how I am because I realize that I'm perfectly content being on my own a lot of the time. But then there are times when I just feel like um, when I'm around people, I do feel energized. But then they're like, at, at some point, I'm like, okay, I'm ready to go home. So like, I'm... In my heart, I feel like I, I don't feel extremely lonely whenever I'm by myself because I actually do like being in my own company. But like I was saying before, it's really nice to like be around people and like meeting people. But like truly, I am perfectly content being on my own a lot of the time. 
Um, but when I am around people, I can be an extrovert if I want to. And so that's crazy. It's really interesting that you brought that up. I guess, like, there's another term for it. I forget. It's like amnivert. Um, but I don't know. I don't really feel like that's... I feel like practiced extrovert sounds a lot more like me. Because, <laughs> um, yeah, it's interesting what, what quarantine does to your social skills. <laughs> um, yeah. So, God bless that local wellness advisor. She's gotten me through a lot of shit (laughs) in my two months of starting school and three months almost of being here. (laughs) It's crazy. (laughs) Um, Yeah, I guess to to end on that note, um, I'll tell you about something that I've been watching a lot recently, besides lecture recordings. Um, I started watching Parks and Rec. Um, It's So, like, the the two creators of The Office... um, Greg Daniels and Michael Schur, um, they they ha- they did another show called Parks and Rec, and because I've been really missing The Office, like I listen to The Office ladies, like Jenna Fisher and Angela Kinsey's podcast all the time. I listen to it religiously, but I really miss like watching the comedy. And I know these two um, creators, like Greg Daniels and Mike Schur, are so talented um, that I just decided to watch Parks and Rec as sort of like a, a substitute. It's like it's like the vegetarian option <laughs> of the office. Yes, oh my god, I can't believe I just said that. Parks and Rec is the vegetarian option of the office. Because the office has like the real meat. <laughs> that made no sense. But anyway, I stand by what I said. Um, Parks and Rec is really interesting. I'm enjoying it because the comedy's pretty good. Um, <laughs> um, it's pretty funny. And the episodes aren't that long. So I can always just like sneak one in when I'm taking a little study break um yeah all right it's 10 o'clock and it's almost my bedtime because i'm always tired (laughs) i'm like constantly drained but i'm really glad that i got to sit down and um record a little podcast for you guys giving you a life update and like just like telling you guys about my uh so far um university quote-unquote university experience um as an online student i guess let's just call it zoom university what is McGill? I don't know. I'm I'm at Zoom University. <laughs> Anyways, thanks so much for listening. I'm I am I'd be shocked if someone is still listening by the end of this. Please let me know if you are because um I genuinely like to know who listened the entire time. <laughs> um but anyway, hope you have a fantastic week and hope to speak to you guys again very soon and yeah, stay safe, wear a mask. God bless. <laughs> Actually, not God bless. Like, I'm not American. Let's do that again. Stay safe, wear a mask, and be positive even though you're being tested. No, let me do that again. Stay safe, (laughs) wear a mask, hope you're staying positive but being tested negative. Thank you very much.